Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists. Welcome back to another Art Life Conversations podcast. I am artist um, and teacher and mentor, author, all the things, Kelly Folsom. And I'm the sponsor of this podcast. How about that? (laughs) I always say, like, don't wait on anybody. Do everything uh, that you need to do in this life. Create everything that you want to create just for the hell of it, just for the fun of it. So today we're going to be talking about how to get those creative juices flowing, right? So get ready because we are about to dive into um, all the things, you know, getting those creative juices flowing whenever maybe you're finding creativity challenging, or maybe you're not feeling very inspired or feeling very creative, right? So that's what we're going to cover in this video. And at the end, I'm going to give you my number one tip for fueling more creative juices. Okay, so why should we be concerned about making sure that we are in a flow state creatively and really tapping in to our full creativity in our art? Well, I feel like obviously it's super important because art makes the world such a better place. Us feeling more fulfilled as an artist, um, in our creativity, feeling more inspired, right? We're, we're, we're turned on by life, by beauty, by inspiration, right? Um, that makes the world a better place. And I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I always remember this story that Viktor Frankl shared about him being in the Nazi prison camp. And I know I've shared this with you guys before, so forgive me, but it's such a good one. Um, and it resonates with me so much because I had a similar experience, and that is how beauty can create a transcendent experience and return us no matter how, no matter how like out of touch we feel, no matter how down, depressed. Um, in, in just a low, low place, no matter how low we can feel, beauty and the, the really the magic and the miracle of beauty can really reconnect us to that place of gratitude, of wonder and awe and oneness, right? So he shares a story about being in the Nazi prison camp workyards and they're out like, you know, basically among all these trees doing whatever work they're being made to do. Um, and you know, yeah, obviously not having a good day, right? If you're in that situation, um, starved, you know, malnourished, things like that. And he said, uh, my friend happened to look up and see the sun setting through the trees. And so he got Frankel's attention and was like, you know, you have to look at this. And they both just stood there, you know, just for a moment, just in wonder and awe. And he described the colors, you know, and just the warmth of this, feeling the warmth of the sun on his skin and noticing how the colors were changing and glowing, you know, behind the trees. And so him describing that experience and just how it immediately lifted his soul, right? Lifted his spirits. And that's really how I see us as artists, right? Like that's our job here on earth. Like that's what we came here to do. Ah, I'm not going to cry. Okay. <laughs> 
But I really, that is how important I think it is. So um, obviously I think, you know, if we're not feeling creative or we're not feeling inspired, right? We don't have those creative juices flowing. Um, obviously, if if you see art that way, if you see art as being in that kind of service to humanity, to your fellow human beings, um, and even to yourself, right? Um, then you're going to realize like it's super important that I try to feed my creative self, feed my creative juices, right? Um, keep that inspiration going, keep it up, right? So why why listen to me? Who is this crazy girl, Kelly Folsom, crazy woman, I guess I'll say, Kelly Folsom, and why is she showing up in your feed? <laughs> so you know, um, I started this whole podcast because I started out as an artist, um, went to art school back in 2011, got out in 2011, 2000, I'm sorry, 2007, then I graduated in 2011. Since then, I have just been trying to, in the beginning, just trying to survive, right, as an artist so that I could keep doing what I loved, quote unquote loved, which I think all of us artists have been in those places where we go, do we really love this? I don't know, <laughs> right? And those are those times where our creative juices is not flowing. So um, I have learned so much about maintaining a studio practice, right? Maintaining that creativity, maintaining that inspiration. Um, and it's not something that just automatically comes to us passively. You know, I think that that is, you know, this is one of the ways, number one, to solve the problem is not to just see yourself as like a passive recipient of anything. Like, oh, I, I can't control inspiration. I only feel inspired if I'm feeling inspired. You know, the creative juices only flow if that's just, you know, it's like, it's just the universe and it's fate. And as if you have nothing to do with it, right? As if you have no control over any of it. And I'm a firm believer that that's not the case. Like we actually have so much more choice, power of choice, um, and so much more control than what we think we have in our day-to-day -day lives. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not we're being proactive, right, in our studio practice, in our fueling of our creativity, feeding our creative spirits. Are we being proactive enough in that? You know, are we feeding that enough? Or are we just sitting back going, I'm just not feeling it today, you know, so I'm just not going to do it, <laughs> right? Now, I will say like, I have the blessing of being raised by a very hardworking family. They always stressed hard work. And so I always had like this very working class mentality, um, work ethic, like just work your freaking butt off, man. Like when all else fails, just work hard, right? So on the one hand, um, you know, I never really gave into being on that passive side of just waiting for inspiration to strike, right? Um, and, and on the other hand, sometimes that work ethic would also not serve me because I would just like, just work, just work, just show up, just do it, work it out, force, 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 right? So I also feel like, you know, obviously sometimes, yeah, we just need to show up and do the work right? In order to get those creative juices flowing again. I know for me, anytime I've felt like uninspired or something like that, I know for me, like just, just showing up and pushing some paint around um, has been a big solution to that problem, right? Just creating something. 
Um, and I will say there are times when that has not worked, right? Like whenever that I, that still has not left me feeling um, fulfilled or inspired or, you know, something like that. Um, so in those times, right, whenever I am in that place where just showing up and doing the thing, just showing up and pushing the pain around, right, um, um, and I'm just not feeling inspired, things like that, I will tell you, like, this is my number one thing that pretty much every freaking time that I do this, I'm like, I want to paint now. I want to create now. And that is, then this is my number one tip at the end of the uh, podcast I told you to stick around for. For me, and, you know, I don't know if it's going to be the same for you or maybe it's kind of similar, you know, a little bit different or similar. Um, For me, it's going and looking at art. It's going and looking at, um, for me, it's art history, right? So going to an art museum, going and just absorbing other artists' work, master artists' work, um, just really taking it in, enjoying it, soaking it up. Um, I really love just like standing in front of one piece for a long time, right? Um, Because I start to see things that I never saw before. And also, the reason why this all pretty much always works for me, I don't think I've ever had it not work, is because it gives me new ideas, right? It helps me um, just to see, like, it helps me feel how important art is, how art makes me feel, how art impacts me. And so that gives me a different lens to look at my own art through because I realize, oh, okay, this is who I, I am this person too. Like, I am just like Corot. I am just like, you know, <laughs> Bouguereau or, or Daubigny or Thomas Moran. I don't know why I'm thinking of all these French artists right now, but, <laughs> um, or, you know, Van Gogh or, you know, maybe Manet is your favorite, right? Um, gosh, I love so many of them. So in that, what, what helps me about that is it also helps me realize like, oh, wow, I'm just like all of these amazing artists who inspire me so much. So it does a couple of things. It gives me a lot of new ideas, a lot of new inspiration because I get so like touched and so moved by their work. I also study their technique. And so that gives me new things to try to go back into the studio. So ever since, you know, when I first started art school 2011, I have always made it a regular routine and a regular habit to visit art museums. Um, It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Um, And so, in fact, so much so that I just moved a block away from the Denver Art Museum. (laughs) And I go there every single day now, right? Like every day for like excuse me, for like an hour I go there. And the interesting thing I've discovered about that, which is kind of different because it used to be like, oh, okay, I might go to a museum three times a year or if I was, you know, if I was lucky a few times a year um, just because, you know, I'm in the, the West or Midwest. I don't know if we're West or Midwest, but anyways, you know, you have to fly and you have to travel and, or you have to drive and go to different places um, to get that kind of access to the art. And so I've gone from like being able to do that just a handful of times a year to now having direct access right across the street. And I, in the beginning, I thought, I don't know, I might not get as inspired anymore by these paintings if I'm seeing them every single day. But actually the opposite is happening. I'm getting so like intimate with each and every single painting um, that it's actually becoming even more inspiring to me. So 
anyway, so that is my number one tip. Like if you're struggling to get those creative juices flowing, you know, try um, actually viewing our in-person. It's super important that you do it in person. Get off the phone, right? Get off the computer. Try to get somewhere in person because the artwork is so much more impactful in person than it is digitally, right? You're just going to see so much more. You're going to, it's a totally different experience. I can't explain it. Um, I can look at artwork all day on Pinterest, on my phone, you know, on the computer, whatever, in a magazine. Like I can look at that all, all day all day long and it not have the same impact on me as it would have if I was seeing it in person. Okay, so that is, in my experience, my number one tip whenever the just show up and do it methodology is not working for you (laughs) to get those creative juices flowing and stay inspired. Okay, my friends, until next time, I'm wishing you all happy painting and um, be sure to check out all of the reference links that we have for you, all of the um, opportunities that I have available for you down in the show notes below. And also if you have any ideas or, you know, I'd love to hear what your biggest struggle is, right? In your art life, what are you dealing with? What are you facing right now that maybe I might be able to support you with? So you can email that in podcast topic to um, info at artlifewithkelly.com. Until next week, happy painting. Bye.